Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast, Positively You, with your host Talia. Every episode brings you a load of tips, advice and experience from my life. You'll be learning the secrets to living a happier and carefree life, full of opportunities and most importantly, self-care. You all deserve that, so make sure to keep listening. Hello everyone, welcome back to the next episode of my podcast. I hope everyone is doing very well. Now as you all remember, my last episode I did eight tips of self-care that you can add into your everyday. I really hope that that episode was really helpful and that you've been able to add some of those elements into your day-to-day. But today's episode, as promised, I'm going to be giving you tips on how to spot and deal with toxic friends. Now I've had my fair share So if anybody knows about this topic, it's me. No, I'm joking. Like I said, this is all just from experience. I'm not an expert in any of these fields, but I can say that toxic friends, they're nasty and they're not something that you need in your life. So this topic is absolutely essential. So saying that, now let's get into this episode. Last thing, sorry, before we start, I really hope that these tips, by me saying them, I hope that it opens your eyes to actually seeing if you've got toxic friends or seeing if you've got the right people in your life because I feel like we all hear bits of advice being thrown out here and there about who the right and wrong people are, but I hope by me actually spelling out these tips and giving you this advice, you can actually reflect on your own friendships and know what you deserve because you deserve only the best. So make sure that that's what you've actually got. Okay, so tip number one for spotting a toxic friend is those people that point out your flaws or talk down to you. Now, I know this one seems extremely obvious. You know, surely if you're in that situation where your friend calls you out and speaks down to you in a patronizing way, tells you that you don't look good or tells you that you've done something wrong, that's a red flag, yeah? You'd get rid of them straight away. Well, you'd be surprised at the amount of people that I know that still keep those friends around. And I'm like, what What are you doing? But I do understand because I did actually have this situation in high school where I think because I was in a vulnerable position, I didn't really know what was going on and I kept people around, I think for the sake of it, you know, just because I thought, oh, they're fine. They're being nice to me some of the time. I'll keep them here. So I understand if you're in that position where you just appreciate people being nice to you, that's fine. You need to understand the difference, right? You need to understand that if people are nice to you, say 50% of the time, that's a toxic friend. You need someone who's going to be your ride or die there through thick and thin. And trust me when I say you would rather have one friend that is 100% all invested in you rather than having 100 people who realistically couldn't care less. And I understand that this might be difficult to grasp because you could have a friend that you've known for like eight years, 10 years, 12 years. It doesn't matter. You could have known them for absolutely ages and discover that they're actually a toxic friend and that could be a simple case of that you've outgrown them you know your personalities could both have changed and you could have grown and just grown apart and that's fine you just it's just about realizing that if you're not being treated the way that you actually deserve then they shouldn't be in your life and that's just simply about recognition and this comes from self-care because once you invest in yourself and you know what you deserve and you start giving yourself love you will be able to spot the people that aren't giving you the same. And I know it's difficult, but it is a choice. And if you choose to keep the bad people in your life just because you think it's a simple case of, oh, I've known them for longer, then they must be my best friend. It's not the case. It's about growing and learning and changing. And it is about what you choose. I'm not going to tell you to get rid of people, but make sure that you choose what's best for you. 
Basically, the easiest way to spot a toxic friend in this scenario is if you've openly confided in them about your flaws and your insecurities, and then they go ahead and use that against you, that is a complete toxic friend right there. You don't need that at all. You want someone that embraces and loves everything about you. And if you've got someone that uses your insecurities against you, that's nasty. And you'll be able to spot because true friends approach situations softly. They always have your best interests at heart. They always want to help you and they would never use any of your, what you class as your flaws or weaknesses against you. They would never do that. Okay, next tip, tip number two, is friends that only talk to you when they want something. (laughs) This is nasty, I'm not even gonna lie to you. But the thing is, this should be quite easy to spot. So obviously they're not gonna be consistently around you. The pattern, obviously they'll only be around you when they want one consistent thing. Now, this could be something really simple, like say you're a massive maths nerd. No, not nerd, I don't like that word. (laughs) If you are really smart and you've got this friend who you know doesn't really take their studies that seriously at all, and they come up to you and they're like, oh, can you help me with my maths homework? Or, you know, even better, can you do my maths homework? You know, you've got that friend. They they show you an interest to manipulate things in their favour, you know, and that's nasty. They're using your talents and your individuality to their advantage. No, honey, if you've been in that position and you've been doing someone else's homework, no, no, no. You know, you let them suffer. You let them do the maths homework. You let them get ungraded. You don't let them have an A, your A. You don't do that. So that's just a small example. But if you've been in that situation, no, red flag. Okay, the example that's more common for me, or I say just for me, uh, probably a lot of girls have experienced this, is, you know, when you've got, like, a guy best friend or you've got several guy best friends, then suddenly you've got this, like, swarm of girls hanging around you, like, trying to be your best mate. And, you know, it's because they're after one of your guy mates. And they just, you know, are suddenly really interested in everything to do with you because they want in with one of your guy friends. And I've been in this situation several times. And I was just, like... I think I was just happy because I was like, oh, you know, these girls just want to be friends with me. That's really nice. And I was easily manipulated. So I was like, okay, cool. They're just trying to be nice to me. And then obviously later you find out their truer intentions and it's not great. So if you've been in a situation where their intentions have been exposed, that's not your fault. But the way to spot a real friend from a toxic one is real friends are genuinely interested in you. Like they genuinely will ask you how you are, what you're doing, what you want from life, basically. They will be genuinely interested in you. And when you've got someone like that, that actually takes the time to listen to you, that's really rare. So make sure that you keep a hold of that. People that have one clear intention, you know, that topic of conversation will come up a lot and hopefully you'll be able to spot that. So that's the second one. Friends who are only after one thing, you don't want to be around that. And I hope that it's easy enough to spot. Okay, tip number three is those friends that are obsessed with talking about other people. Now, I mean, let's not even lie. We all love a bit of gossip, you know, here and there is good for you. We all love a bit of tea. But if you are around that friend that literally is talking about everybody else, like you've got that friend that comes up to you and goes, Sandra just totally backstabbed me. Like she's gone over talking to Grace and telling that I'm this, that and the other. You know, you've got that situation. And you're sat there like, I don't care. You know, you've been in that situation. Now, the thing is, I'm absolutely no saint. Like, do you know what? 
before I actually go any further, if you, if I'm reading these tips out and you're thinking, oh my God, I did that to this girl or this guy once, that's fine because we've all been someone in our life that, you know, perhaps we weren't proud of and me included. I'm no saying I used to gossip all the time, I think, and I know that it comes from a place of insecurity and trying to fit in. I mean, the main reason that I used to gossip was because I felt that I didn't fit in anywhere. And let me tell you, gossiping gets you nowhere. It always comes back to bite you. It always does. Don't think that you're going to gossip and get away with it because you're not. So just don't do it. Just leave it out. But anyway, if you are around people that literally just have gossip on other people 24-7, it's fine to hear it and listen to it, but you don't need to take part in it. You know, you don't need to have an opinion on the matter unless you really want to. But also, my main point with this, if your friends are talking bad about other people, I'm sorry, but they're going to be talking bad about you as well. Like, don't think that they're coming over to you with all the gossip about other people. They're running off to someone else to tell them exactly what they think of you. And that's not nice. No one likes to be talked about. No one likes to be backstabbed. So make sure, if you can, to try and avoid people that just talk about everybody because they are talking about you as well. And you don't want dirt put on your name. You just want out of that whole situation. You don't want to be involved. So gossip in small doses is fine, just as long as you don't really have a say on the matter and you stay out of it because then you're just avoiding trouble altogether. But like I said, if you used to be a gossip or you are a gossip, it's fine. You know, it's fine just as long as you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> and you know what? Last thing on that as well, I applaud anyone who can own you know, if you used to gossip or you used to be quite manipulative towards someone else, if you can own that and say that you used to do it, I completely applaud that because it shows that you've grown from it. It shows that you've recognised your mistakes and that you've grown and you're a better person. So anyone who owns that they used to do that, props, props to you. Okay, tip number four is all to do with friends that don't support you. Now, support is literally the foundation for a friendship. If your friendship isn't based on support, that's not a friendship. It is literally essential that you guys are there back and forth, you know. Your friend should literally be your ride or die. They're through thick and thin and they should always have your back. My main thing that I say with the support is if they don't support you in a career choice. If your friends don't support you in a career move that you want to make, then they're not right for you. So say if you wanted to go into the sheep shearing industry, yeah, great industry. If you wanted to have a career in that and your friend was like, no, honey, no, don't, you don't want to go into that industry, then no, they're not a friend because they're not supporting what you're passionate about and what you want to follow. It doesn't matter what you want to do in your life. If you're passionate enough about it, then your friends will support you regardless. And this is what I'm saying about being completely yourself. If you feel like you have to change or you have to make a decision to please someone else, then you're being fake to yourself and you're being fake to them. And that's not fair on either of you. If you are being fake, then you're probably in the wrong friendship. You need to be completely true to yourself and what you want because that's the only way that you're going to be happy and you're also going to find all the right friends that way. So you only have one life, so be your best, craziest, weirdest self and you'll get the career and dreams that you want and you'll also get the right friends. There is absolutely no time to be fake, so don't. But anyway, going back to support, if they don't have your back through a career choice, if they don't support you, that's a red flag and that's a toxic friend. 
they need to be able to support you through physical, mental and emotional times. And that should just be natural if you've got the right people. And it's also important to note that your friendships can change and will change as you grow. Because like I've already said, we all change personalities. So you could have someone that you've been friends with for ages, but you know, you end up going to different schools, you end up choosing different careers and you might drift apart and that's okay. But this video is about spotting toxic friends and people that are actually trying to manipulate and change you, change you as a person, which we don't want. And again, this is why self-care is so important because the more that you invest in self-care, you get to know yourself and you know what you deserve and how people should be treating you. And that makes it easier to spot toxic people. Now, my experience with this one is actually quite sad, but I have had this happen to me. And it wasn't really a career choice, but it was when I was going through high school. I relied on sport, as you guys already know. I was absolutely in love with sport. It was my everything. It always made me happy. And my best friend at the time tried to, well, basically didn't support sport because it wasn't their interest like they didn't have the same passion for it that I did which was fine but they didn't support me in it like they it kind of comes as like a contracted thing with your best friend that they should just support what makes you happy and they tried to steer me away from sport and it was really difficult for me because I felt at that time that I had to choose between and you should never feel like that you know you need to put yourself first this is what I realize now that I'm always going to put not always going to put myself first, like there is there is a line, you know, you don't want to be too selfish, but with self-care, you have to make your happiness a priority. And I realised that if they didn't support that I wanted to carry on with the sport, then they just weren't right for me. And that's something that I had to accept. But if you've ever been in that situation where someone doesn't support something that makes you happy, then they are wrong for you. And I know how it feels to deal with something like that. Okay, tip number six really sets me off, yeah. It's Basically, if you have an argument with your best friend and they completely ignore you or expect you to fix it, that's actually so irritating. If you've ever experienced that and you still call them your friend, I'm sorry. No. No, 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 no. Know your worth. And the thing is, I say that this depends on personality types, but it doesn't because I'm extremely stubborn. So I'll probably, like, if I get into an argument with someone, I will not say sorry straight away at all. I'll leave it. I'll go and call off. Whereas if me and my sister have a fight, she's very much like apologetic at the beginning. She wants to fix it straight away, whereas I need time to call off. But at the end of the day, we'll always come back together and fix it. So it doesn't depend on personality types. It's to do with if they completely expect you to fix it and they expect you to grovel and they expect you to say, sorry, oh, I was in the wrong, even if you weren't, you know, that's toxic. So it's not to do with the way that you are if your personalities clash. It's a one-sided friendship is the point I'm trying to guess at. You know, if you feel that someone is not giving you anything back, they're not putting in any effort, then that's the sign of a toxic friendship. Whereas if you two work on it together and it's 50-50 to fix the argument, that's perfect. But, you know, if you're in a 60-40 friendship, no. 70-30, no. 80-20, no. 90-10, no. 100-0, I mean, that's not a friendship no you're having a friendship with a brick wall and if that's what you're dealing with in the argument situation where you're doing all the work and they're giving you absolutely nothing why are you in the friendship you know simple as my main thing with this tip is just to know your worth you know understand that being in a 50 50 friendship or relationship is 
essential so that you don't you know so that you keep your dignity and your self-worth because if you're finding that you're putting in all the effort it's gonna kill your confidence because you're gonna feel like people aren't liking you you know because they're not giving you any effort so make sure that you're in a situation where you're friends with people who are giving you the same back because that is what will boost and lift your self-confidence and you'll know you'll know when you've got the right people believe me when I say you'd rather have one true friend than a hundred fake ones like trust me but Honestly, if you are in an argument and you're finding that you have to fix it, that's completely toxic and big red flag. Okay, so tip number six is friends who are nowhere when you're going through something horrible. Now, this one I've experienced and I'm sure plenty of you have as well. And I dealt with mental health on my own and I really thought that I had people that I could rely on that, you know, would have my back through everything. And it's really sad. Like I will be coming on to mental health in future episodes going into more detail because I know how common and severe it is and the impacts that it has on, you know, your life in general. But mental health can make you feel really isolated and lonely. And the fact that I was already feeling that plus you know not having the support from who I thought were my friends was not very nice and I mean ultimately it did make me strong but that's not the point you know if you're going through it completely on your own it's not nice so I know how it feels to have people walk out at the very time you need them but the thing is there are always positives to every single situation so obviously the pro of this one is that you'll be able to tell you know that they're a toxic friend if they've walked out as hard as it you know as difficult a pill is to swallow you then know that they're not going to have your back anymore but anyway this could be to do with anything this could be personal work business health related it could be absolutely anything and like I've already said friendship is based on trust and support and if they're not there for you when you're going through something like that then they're not a real friend. And I understand that it can be really difficult at the time, you know, if you're going through something and you expect them to be there and they're not, then it's horrible. Because not only are you dealing with something bad, but you're dealing with the loss of that as well and knowing that you haven't got that person as a friend anymore. But I mean, the only thing I can say is that it ultimately makes you stronger. And it's really difficult because when you're going through it, you literally think there's no positives at all, but every single cloud has a silver lining regardless whether it's short term or long term it always does and usually the loss of someone you find someone so much better like you find someone that's so more suited to you and I can only say that that's what all of you will experience but just make sure that you know how to spot a toxic friend and that you you know what you deserve I will also say as another positive note that if you feel that it's horrible losing people, just think of it as you're gaining back more of yourself. And remember the cliche, everything happens for a reason, because it really does. And as horrible as everything may feel at the time, there's always long-term benefits coming. Okay, we are at the penultimate one now, tip number seven. This one sets me off. Honestly, this is one of the ones, no, this is probably the one that gets under my skin the most because I've experienced this several times and I know, oh God, no, Joe, you know what, let's just, let's just say it. So it's people that try and change you, yeah? And to make it worse, then they say that they're doing it for your own good. No, 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 no. No, of course they're not doing it for your own good. They're doing it for their own benefit. And the thing is, right, some people are extremely good at doing this, you know. If they're really close to you, you probably won't notice that they're doing it. You probably will think they're doing it for your own good. But some people can play it really well, you know. Some people can just tweak you slightly to change them to the way that they want you to be. And that's, that's not good. 
I mean, that's not good. And do you know what? I think the main reason that teenagers struggle with this so much, like I did as well, is because at that age, you know, you're still growing and you're learning. So you take advice from your friends and you take what they say, you you know, you take it to heart and you take it personally. So you do take, you know, those changes that they're telling you to make and you probably do change them because teenagers are about growing and changing and adapting. So we do listen to other people. But the thing is, as you get older, this is why I feel like, self-care is again I'm going to say self-care is important through everything but it's essential because you again get to know yourself and you're going to realize you know you're it's going to be easier for you to spot when people are trying to change you and you know some of your friends might be doing things purely for your own good but you need to be able to spot the difference so I'll give you an example that I've dealt with and that is like I've never really been the smoking type like I've just never been a smoker just purely because of sport and it's just not really me you know some people love to smoke some people don't it's just it's just not my scene and I had a group at high school that I was friends with that did smoke and you know a lot of them were like accepting and understanding that I didn't smoke and I had this one person who you know, peer pressured me to smoke, like just tried to make me smoke all the time. And I was like, they knew, they knew that I wasn't a smoker. And I was like, no, no, not my scene. It's just not my thing. And they still like kept putting pressure. Oh, come on, like just one, just one. And I was like, no, like, hun, I said, no, it's not my thing. Like, leave it out. And you know, they were still persistent. So that's, you know, that's the example that this person tried to transform me into you know what they wanted me to be you know they wanted me to smoke and like I was like look it's just not me like it's nothing against you I don't have anything against people that smoke it's just not my thing so you need to stay true to your morals and stay true to who you are because if you change to try and please someone else you're not staying true to yourself and it's not going to do it's not going to do you any good you know it's really not so it really annoys me because I know that people like changing people and manipulating them but make sure that you can spot that and please just avoid that at all costs because it's nasty stay true to yourself that is my main message right now we are at the last tip which is tip number eight and this one is when you have friends that bring up your past and things that you want to forget now we've all been someone in our past that you know we weren't perhaps proud of or that we kind of want to just eliminate you know we all have regrets you know and the thing is like as you get older you have to learn to embrace your regrets and embrace the it's like embracing your flaws but embrace your past and it can be really difficult to do especially if you have completely changed your life around you know you used to you completely went down the wrong road and you've completely flipped and people like to bring up you know your past or things where you weren't the best version of yourself people like using that against you because it's easy you know people never like to point out well toxic people never like to point out your best flaws they always like to bring up your worst which you know great great isn't it but for me like my time in high school wasn't the best and I wasn't really proud of the person that I was back then but I have learned to embrace that and accepted that it's made me who I am today but I had people you know that bring it up and they go oh remember when you remember when you did that remember when you like used to used to do this remember when you dated that guy that was hilarious you know people do that and they do it purely to drag you down and it's nasty so if you have that situation in your life I know it's really difficult because it makes you think about it you know especially if you can't bring yourself to look back at the pictures or you can't bring yourself to 
like relive that chapter when people bring it up it's really difficult to swallow because you're like oh I really want to forget that but the thing is if you're happy with the person that you are today then you're going to be happy with your past you know you have to learn to embrace that bit to be happy in yourself because it's what has made you who you are so just know that these people bringing up your past are purely jealous of what you've achieved now and the person that you are So if you've got someone, you know, if you've got your best friend talking about your past in a bad way or, you know, throwing dirt on your name, leave that friendship. That's not for you. You deserve way better than that. So if people bring up chapters in your life that you don't like, then that friendship's not for you. Just know your worth, you know, know what you deserve because you all deserve the absolute world and there are people out there for each and every one of you, I can promise. So that is the end of my eight tips. I really hope they've been helpful and I hope they've opened your eyes to seeing if you've got the right people in your life because actually you might, you know, if if you've listened to this and you've discovered that you've actually got some toxic friends, that's fine, you know? Go ahead and like start living your life being the best version of yourself and don't settle for anything less than you deserve. But my socials are linked below. Like I said in my last video, I do love you guys sending in messages of your personal stories or if you need any help or advice because I do love doing that it is something that makes me really happy to help people because I know that having a toxic friend or going through mental health on your own or just going through anything like that it can be really difficult I'm doing this to be relatable because I know that these experiences are common and that people go through these So that's my main reason for getting it out so that people know that they're not going through it on their own. So if anyone's got any messages or questions, then please feel free to give me a message. Make sure that you control, alt, delete any toxic friends in your life because you don't need them. I hope you have all enjoyed this video. I hope that it's opened your eyes and helped you to spot toxic people in life. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you all in my next episode. (laughs) 